Yo, this is Tim, and welcome to today's episode of the Live Your Freedom podcast, aka the Life Podcast, where I bring on friends, mentors, associates, and colleagues to talk about things in life, to talk about self-development, dating, health, mental fitness, and all the more so that you guys can keep crushing it and living your best lives. Today, I'm going to be talking to my good friend, Jesse Kinnaman, who is a music video director. He is a just video creator and an incredible guy who's one of my earliest friends, actually. Me and him started going out and making YouTube videos together in 2016, or kind of at the end of 2015, 2016, when I first started my career in my business, you know, teaching dating, teaching successes women, and Jesse was one of the earliest guys to come on board and help me create content, and eventually he found his own vision, his own path outside of what we were doing, making videos and now working for music artists all across America, doing incredible projects and just crushing in his career. So I wanted to bring him on and talk to him a little bit about his work, I think about his journey, what it means to choose a path of going to college versus not, because now he's going to university. He's going to be finishing soon, but he's been having an incredible career start in university now, going to film school, and before he wasn't doing that, and he consciously decided to actually go to school, so I talked to him about that. We also talk about work ethic, about prioritizing things, and about the early days and our early foundations coming up and struggling, going through the struggle of being, I guess, early hustlers. This is a really, really good one, and I am excited for this. We're going to crack into the music now, which is by the artist, actually it's a new song, by Kiran Freer, so check him out on Spotify, Kiran Freer, the link will be in the description. Check out Jesse's Instagram at Jesse DaVinci. I'll put the link as well in the description to his Instagram. Let's crack into the music and let's crack into this podcast. one and only Kinnaman who's crushing it is back now. Welcome, man. Thank you, man. I'm, I'm honored to be here, honestly. I'm excited. We're just getting started with the podcast, bro. This is episode number six, I believe. Five or six, depending on what I what when I put it out. It's gonna be either five or six, but I'm just I'm just getting started. So if I have you back in a year after like a hundred episodes, then you can I guess feel honored. Gotcha. <laughs> um what's been happening with you man you're you're, i i follow you on instagram um me and you have had like a long history for those of you guys who don't know and i said it in the introduction before we started this podcast but um me and you used to go out back in the day when i was you know teaching like dating stuff hardcore you were the first guy who did video with me and you had faith in me and i guess i had faith in you we we tried to make some shit work um it just wasn't convenient though of course because i would i didn't know what i was doing you were trying to do dating stuff and learn that. So, you know, we were all just fucking around making videos and chasing girls and stuff. But you kind of like grew up, I grew up, and now you're crushing it in, in music and film. So seeing what you've been doing on Instagram is, is fucking amazing, man. How did you um, Thanks, you get into this? Because so, you kind of ro- rose overnight. And I'm sure you got, you're at the beginning of your career, right? Like you're, you're not where you want to be, I'm yeah, sure. I'm, yet. I'm, I'm but like you're started. definitely doing stuff. Yeah, you're working with artists that are putting out, I think, decent music. I don't really know what good versus bad music is supposed to be. I'll talk to you about that later. But you're, you're, you're networking, you're getting out there, you're doing what you love full-time. How did you get into the music scene as far as making videos and putting out art through your, through your music videos? 
You mean like how did I get my start, or like how did I? Become yeah, you start. You start the whole path. The whole path, because before you know, me and you were just messing around with like, kind of like shitty YouTube videos, and now mm -hmm. you're doing this. You're working with Reds. You're working with real deal equipment. You have connections mm -hmm. with people that actually like trust you, that are inspired in their music. So, like, how did that whole path start? What what got you started in that? Well, I actually was interested in doing music videos like years before we ever met, like five years probably. Um, and I'd been doing videos kind of like as a hobby, like I would record my buddy who would, um, he would go like BM go to this like BMX trail and we would shoot some videos just right. screwing around, mess uh, testing out my new camera and stuff. But ultimately I always wanted to move into music videos. Like I've known that since uh, summer 2010, like the summer before I went into high school. But I just never knew anyone like in my area who like rapped. Um, Funny enough, one of my best friends growing up in high school, he was, he was actually like, and, and so in the suburban high school, like there's usually at least one kid who's like the rapper kid. And he was like one of my closest friends. Sure. Um, and we actually yeah. just did our first video like a month ago, which is, which is funny, but he, um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. He, he like went away to a different school, like the same month that I spent my life savings on my camera. So that was like the first like mm -hmm. major obstacle that I ran into. And then. Yeah, yeah, that actually happened like a couple times, like like with artists, I would I would have a video in the works and then they would move to Florida randomly. Like, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> um, so eventually I got um, I started to understand that these aren't just like arbitrary things that happen. And I need to put myself mm -hmm. in a position where like I expect these kind of like obstacles to happen. And I want to be in a position where it doesn't like hinder my. Um, my you know ascension my path to right. where i want to be so that's why i moved to Philly. yeah it's kind mm -hmm. yeah. it's kind of like being on offense instead of being on defense you know yeah. instead of like waiting for opportunities to arise yeah and i think that i'm sure you've ran into this too there's so many guys in um your industry my industry um and others that are kind of talking a big talk like i'm gonna do this one day i'm gonna work on this you know mm -hmm. man like we got this project in the works yeah. and it never comes to fruition but actually the reason why i wanted to talk to you is because on your instagram i see project after project after project i mean different kinds but it's like you're actually doing shit i remember i think two two posts ago you you're doing a little documentary thing for that that entertainer guy um who who goes to different colleges and you say what? Uh, one of the DJs. There's a couple of DJs I did recently, but yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I think he's a DJ or something, but he's like an event host, and he, mm -hmm. he his shit's lit, right? So I see you about? actually putting out good stuff and putting out work. What's his name? It's either Tiz the Influencer or Nico Oso. I just put both of those out. Recently. It's Tiz, I think it's Tiz the Influencer. Mm -hmm. I think it's yeah. the influencer guy. Yeah, and and I've seen you kind of documenting his stuff, um, and then all these other artists. Why did you pick Philly? Is Philly I get because usually I hear Atlanta and everyone goes to L.A. or people are in Miami. Is Philly a hot spot for up and coming music artists? Um, so I decided on Philly because I wanted to. I knew I wanted to live in a city. Well, first of all, I was I was figuring out where I wanted to go to school because that would give me like mm. a plate that would give me like a couple years to like establish a network and you know make my parents happy and i would i would get to meet a bunch of people and stuff so i figured it was like sure just the right move and we can get into like the nuances of why i decided to do that after deciding intentionally not yeah to i want to talk to you about that but um i decided mm -hmm. on philly because i knew i wanted to live in a city uh but i didn't want to live in new york yet or or anywhere sure. else that far 
um, even though we had spent a lot yeah. of time in New York. New York, I, I love New York, but it was just not where I wanted to go to school. Like in Philly, there was actually a campus. Yeah. It was a lot like there's a saying that Philly has like, <laughs> I don't know if you agree with this, but like they say Philly has like 80% of what New York has to offer for like half the price or something like that. But it's kind of I feel like I feel like that's most major cities in America besides mm-hmm. L.A. and Miami, actually. <laughs> yeah. But but either way, Philly was like actually uh, there was a photographer for Victoria's Secret that I was working with around the time that we were going out and stuff uh, like late in nice. 2015. And he was like he, he's a family friend of mine. He's like, yeah, if you go to Philly versus New York, you will be a mm-hmm. big fish in a small pond and that should not be overlooked. Like you will have an opportunity to really mm-hmm. like jump right in and you won't be like fucking drowning so to speak can i curse on this by the way like is that allowed sure oh well, we have we have a big e next to the name on the podcast on oh, spotify That's um cursing is definitely allowed yeah okay. um yeah dude i mean i mean remember how we got destroyed financially in new york being in the city like five days a week filming stuff eating like buy, remember going to holt to shop right and buying like packs of chicken mm-hmm. so we could cook chicken with rice and beans the yep. next day <laughs> like now, huh? i <laughs> but i i honestly feel like like doing like getting involved in that and doing things like that really kind of built our um our resistance to hardship if that makes sense mm-hmm. because now whenever and now i really haven't had to deal with tough times as much as before um and i know you're probably still in the thick of it you know you're graduating college or getting out of college and you're still kind of in hustle um, building your career because it's yeah. it's a different niche than mine, right? But I feel like the stuff we went through just gives you all the more resistance to go through whatever it is you're going now while you're actually doing your passion. Right, right, yeah. Um, I mean, those were those were miserable nights. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, um, that shit was funny, man. Died every time I stayed up past you know sunrise, like it was fun the first few times, but yeah, after a while you're just like, oh my yeah. god, the sun is up. But yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. That's crazy, man. So I want to get back to to the things that you're doing now. So you're you're in this in the music industry. Um, by the way, would you consider yourself in the music industry, or would you say you're just a video producer, a video creator who who happens to work with music artists? What would you call yourself? Um, I'm not fully entrenched in the industry yet, but I know. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that about myself a couple, a few years ago. Like I was just doing videos for like a, my roommate's friend, but now I would say that sure. I'm getting to that point where I'm like moving around with industry people and stuff. Yeah. Okay. And, and I do, cool. I do so want to be at being that a guy, like, yeah. I, I do like the industry that, that, that I'm in or working towards being, it's not like something that I resent yet at least. Mm. Why yeah. is that? Why do you like the, the, that industry you're in? Um, I just really, um, I don't know if relate to the music is the right word, but I feel like, I don't know, just feel like it's the place where I'm supposed to be. And I feel like there's, sure. a, there's a lot of like bitterness around like music industry politics, but I don't yeah. really, uh, I just don't really see it that way. Um, I, mm. I see it as like a big challenge. This was interesting because, because when me and you, when you would be at, at my place and we'd be working on stuff. I remember even back then 
you would be looking at different music videos and listening to different lyrics and you would be telling me about certain aspects of it that you thought were interesting. Like I remember even back then you were very intrigued by that thing and I never fucking got it. Like it just, I was like, oh, it's a nice beat from Travis Scott or <laughs> Drake or whatever the fuck it is. And I'd be like, that's a nice beat. But I just was never bought into the idea of what those songs represented and what how their art, how their music would speak to me. It's very rare that that will happen to me. Yeah. Whereas you are now entrenched around all these artists, these guys that are sitting in like spitting bars and you know putting out lyrics and stuff and sharing from I know the backgrounds that they've had what is that like what is the lifestyle of a lot of these guys it's like and what is the inspiration for a lot of the music because I know I'm being real here bro I know a lot of these guys are like scary ass niggas like I'm just being straight up I see mm -hmm. I've seen on your snapchat like <laughs> these dudes look like dudes I wouldn't I wouldn't hang out with right but they're putting out music that does inspire people and that gets people thinking what has your experience been like being around these environments since you probably didn't grow up in that per yeah. se uh, yeah, I, I think I understand your question a little more now. I think you were, I think I was, yeah. I was expect, I, I thought you were asking about like the music industry, which is like the product, like, like the business side of it. But I think you just mean like music. Like, Well, first I was, it. first I was, this is a different question. I, okay. I actually was curious about how you were in that. And I wanted to know about that. But, but now I'm really curious about the actual lifestyle being around these artists. What is their, what is it like? What are their brains like? How are they thinking? How are they getting inspired? How does shit work? Um, so a lot of them are, you know, drug dealers or, you know, who have been to jail or have been or know someone who has mm. died from gun violence or something like that. Most of them are very poor. I, have a, I, I know a kid that mm. is from Jersey who I work with pretty frequently and his mom like pays for his videos. That's kind of a different demographic. But yeah, the first mm. the first guy I worked with was a roommate of mine. Um, and my roommate was a football player from North Philly. And he was like, yo, you make video long story short he was i told him i'm a film major and he's like you should make a video and i'm like yeah that's why i moved to philly low-key is to like meet other artists and then the rest is history after we started working and he actually <clears throat> i don't know how detailed i want to get into this but the first week sure. that i'm that i moved in with him one of their one of the kids in their friend group was killed um over a like rap beef within the city and like mm. oddly I ended up doing my second video in Philly was for um a dude who's you know click allegedly was behind that because the, they they ended up going like like the, my roommate's friend was actually the wrong guy like they got the wrong guy mm. um but mm. that and and tragically that was like that's my most viewed video by far is like a one that's like wow. in the middle of a rap beef so that was a huge learning experience for me working with that guy um yeah you, you re i realized does that does that intimidate you or scare you or do you just confront that head on are you like no this is part of just a part of the community that i'm a part of and i and i respect the hustle from these guys or does that thing scare you and you're like fuck this i want to do more mainstream like happy shit does, does what scare me specifically say what does what scare me specifically like just, just be, being around, so you mentioned things like rap beef, right? Yeah. Just being around that and knowing that you're close to people that are involved in this and actually working with them, does that scare you? Or are you just like, this is a part of it, this is what I'm in, I, it won't touch me? Or, or if it did, I mean, you, you deal with shit when it happened. Like, how, do you, how, do you, how does that sit with you when you make videos and when you work with different clients? Uh, I don't get involved with rap beef anymore after that. Um, 
and I, sure. have, I have a director that I was working with who's like, who said the same thing. He's like, yeah, mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't get involved in that. But there, there would be mm -hmm. artists that would tell me like, dude, you're not in the middle of it. Like you're, you're a third party. Like it's not a big deal. But also like when, when we were filming this video that I'm talking about, like I just got yeah. a vibe, like when we, it was like at night and like when cars would drive by, these kids would go completely silent within the car and just like look and see who it was. And I was like, this is a dude who like someone wants him dead. Like it was very obvious. Like that was, mm. that was not behavior that I saw from anyone else that I shot a video for. And I knew like mm. that fact, given the background around the video was like, yeah, I need to not be around, you know, this type of situation anymore. So I'm a so I'm more selective wow. now, but I've never, I've never even had a situation where I've had to turn down a project like that, but I am, I am aware yeah. of it. Most of the time though, wow. they're pretty low key. But I am starting to work with higher mm. profile guys. But, so. That's amazing. Yeah. That's in, that's in, that's intense, man. Um, when you make videos and when you listen to the the artists that you're going to be working with, mm -hmm. I assume that because right now you're early in your career and you're probably more, I would guess, you're probably taking more as many projects as you can right now. So it's not necessarily I'm going to pick and choose each person, but I am. I'm sure that there is a, an element of I would be happy to work with this person versus I wouldn't. Correct? Something right. probably something like that. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So is to you, is there a differentiator between music that is good where you see a video you've made and you're like, yeah, I want that song. I want that track attached to my work. And is there something I, I would assume there is? It's like bad music where it's like, ah, oh, bro, please. No, I, I can't. I can't work on this. And, and what is the difference to you? How does how does it sit with you? The difference between good music versus bad music? Honestly, it's it's pretty intuitive. Like I'll be able to listen to something and know whether it's something that I really like. And I think the common denominator mm -hmm. between stuff that I really like is like stuff that takes a risk, but also like doesn't fall flat. So like that's that's mm -hmm. not easy to do. But there are definitely songs like there's a video that I did um, for for that friend of my roommate uh, last summer. It was called Revenge, yeah. and it was actually about that whole situation. And I was like, wow, this is actually about some real shit. And he's he, he, like in the hook, he's like, my heart's just filled with revenge, et cetera. And I'm like, yeah, that's actually, and, and like, I knew the background behind it. So like, that was actually about like a real life situation. Like he wasn't like faking it or like trying to be someone, something that he's not. Right. Like, that's definitely something yeah. that I like to hear. Um, mm. I like, I think I like any song that's like, I mean, I, I really can't say I'd have to go back and listen, but. Yeah, it's really intuitive. Sure. And I bet, I bet a lot of it is probably just part of a vibe. Yeah, I know I know pretty quickly, but I, it's hard to like really articulate what it is. Usually, I really like stuff that's different, though, uh, for sure. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of people yeah. just don't know what to do, so they copy whatever other people are doing, and that's just never going to really get you anywhere. Sure. Is there a specific style that you've tried to follow as a video creator? When you make video, do you feel like it is more of, I know, of course, there's definitely technical, but is it more of just like a, I'm doing my job and I want to produce a good quality video or is it more experimental? Let me see if I can convey a certain story with this. How much creative freedom do you have? I guess I would ask you. You mean from the artists, how much creative freedom do I have? Well, well, for for you in your mind, when you're behind the camera, when you're scripting things out, when you're when you're writing or, or when you're mapping out the structure of what a video could look like, and when you have that mm -hmm. vision, are you doing it from as a form of expression, as a form of art, would you say, or is it more on the form of um, let me stick with how video is supposed to be? I don't know if that makes sense. Maybe it's too too broad of a question, but I guess 
I'm trying to see, because again, man, I don't understand like music videos. <laughs> like okay. I really don't. Okay. To me, it's just like the song, right? Mm -hmm. It's just like, okay, there's a song and then, I don't know, like Dua Lipa. She makes a video and she's like crying and there's paint spilling all over her. You know, those kind of videos, like weird, like weird shit that I would call weird shit. That is actually art, mm -hmm. right? That, that's art. And, and I'm curious, you as a video creator, how do you, what is your process for going through and creating that art when you are behind that red, or you shoot in a Sony now, right? So behind that Sony camera. <laughs> I actually have a funny story about the Sony. I don't have the Sony anymore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, my, didn't you just have it though? Yeah. My friend uh, left it in a shopping cart at Target. So it's gone now. You're but, joking with me. You're, you're no, fucking with me. No, but luckily I had decided two hours before yeah. he told me that, that I wanted to sell it and get a new one. And also luckily he works in IT. So he re reimbursed me fully for it. So. I got the full replacement wow. value for it. And I'm actually renting a Black Magic this week. Uh, I just pulled oh, the trigger on, on it for this week. Hopefully I'll buy it in a few weeks. But yeah. Black, the, the Black Magic is my brand. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a pocket, the pocket cinema camera, 4K. The pocket Black Magic, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty, pretty sweet. Yeah. Black Magic, I'm a Black Magic I guy. Shooting, I, don't, I should I don't be shooting my YouTube yet, videos on Black Magic. Yeah. If you want, if you want yeah, good, I should be shooting my YouTube videos on a Black Magic. Yeah. They're, they are very, very good. I've been using them for four years now, so. Very, very good cameras. Um, That's awesome, dude. You're asking me what is my creative art. process? Music videos is an art form. What's your pro? Like, what what to you is artistic about making music videos How, that is not necessarily putting a painting up in the MoMA, but is art about the film process? How does what do you look for when you're making videos, making content? So right now, I don't really have the luxury of doing super uh, creative videos, but I get as creative mm -hmm. as I can with it as I can mm -hmm. uh, a lot of times like the artist will have a location in mind or like a concept in mind actually um so mm. I'm really just working with them right now and, and putting whatever input I can onto it yeah um yeah I'm really not even anywhere close to where I want to be with it so right now I'm just trying to get um the demand up and get get a lot of content out this is like the the coronavirus sure. crisis is like the f first time that i've really had like a lot of time to do this since the summer so i've really only done yeah. this the summer so yeah. it's really hard to balance within school but i to answer your question i really want to take like i'm not even close to, to to being at a point where i can do what i want with it i think uh, music videos are actually a very underutilized art form like i think a lot of people really don't know interesting how to do them well um mm. um yeah just, I just see a lot of you know what, a lot of copycatting going on. Like people just obviously really do not know what to do with it. Like, yeah. yeah, you 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 know what I'm curious about, and moving away from the video stuff, I want to make it a little more personal here. Um, what was the trigger that decided that that made you decide to go to college? Because um, I remember me and you were doing some work together um, on you know video stuff for the channel that I had, the dating channel, mm -hmm. and we were making like videos as best as we could, or you were doing it as best as you could. And I was just talking. And I remember you were having, you had this very strong debate. Actually for a while you hated college. Like you were the idea of going to college. I don't know if you remember this dude, but yeah. in 2016, the idea of going to college for you in 2015 was when you were working together. When I yeah. left my parents' house. Yeah. In 2016, it was, it was like sickening to you. Like you hated that idea. And then one day, I believe it was the beginning of 2017 maybe or 20 something like that 2016 you just messaged 
20, it was 2016, okay. Yeah. A very quick shift happened. You were just like, I'm going to college. And clearly it turned out for the better. I said that access to equipment. That I don't you, remember that. You did, you told me, you did. Not, yeah. you weren't in my apartment, but you just like texted me. Yeah, man, so I decided I'm gonna go to college. And mm -hmm. it wasn't, it didn't really affect me so much because we had kind of paused working together because we just realized it wasn't feasible for you coming all the way there and staying on my little couch in Newark. <laughs> it just, it was, got ridiculous after a while. Yeah. Um, but why did you make that decision and make that switch? What happened? Uh, I realized at the time that I wasn't as like independent and driven as I thought I was, which was actually a very important lesson for me to learn um, because I realized yeah. I, I was humbled uh, at that time. I, I was like, I graduated high school and I was like, screw this. I don't want to, I don't want a normal life. And I had no idea what that meant yeah. at the time, but I got it. Yeah. You know, I got exactly what I asked for. For better or for worse, um, and I realized. So when we met, that was the that was the summer after what would have been my freshman year in college, and it was like a really good time. Sure. And over the second, you know, that one gap year that I took, turned. I, I plan on going to college after. Like I planned on applying to Temple where I go now, after a year, yes. and that just I just uh -huh. forgot about it. And so one gap year yeah. turned into two, and then that brought us to like mm. the beginning of 2016, and I was like damn like people are really starting their own lives like i didn't really expect it to be like this but yeah people go to college and they start their own lives and i yeah, was like yeah. i'm just not really doing much with my career at least um and my mom was like why don't you she was urging me to try community college and just like take a few film classes so i was like all right you know what i'll i will try it i will indulge you mom and try some classes in this film stuff and my mom worked with my professor's uh, wife at, at her school so she recommended mm -hmm. him and he was a really good professor he really liked me um, I really liked him he hooked me up a lot with uh, the equipment and stuff so I took a couple classes in the fall of 2016 and a couple in the spring and I didn't even know at the time that I was going to go to a four-year school and then I just like reached the end of like the my, my majors program there and I decided you know what, I'm just gonna yep I'm gonna apply to a four-year school I'm gonna do it yeah. I think that's so interesting because a lot of people, I think the wave and the trend nowadays, like what's supposed to be cool mm -hmm. is not going to college. I mean, let, let, let's be real. Everyone loves here. Like when I tell people, if I, if I go out and I like meet a girl or something, I'll tell her, she's like, what do you do? I'm like, oh, nothing. I just dropped out of college. They're like, oh my God, that's so cool. Right. It's like supposed to be cool. Right. But if we actually think about like realistically, I think that not everyone should not go to college. In fact, I think most people should probably go to college. Because, mm -hmm. you know, Gary Vee, who we used to listen to a lot, and all these guys seeing like me are all like ranting about not going to school and how amazing it is. Like, fuck education, yeah. kind of. They're saying that. Yeah, I think. Uh, but I, think I don't think that applies. Yeah. I think it's hilarious. These people that went to college saying, like, don't go to college. Like, they have no, like it's such a reckless recommendation. Like, they really have no idea what. Like these kids are going to. Well, get what situations, kids. what situations would you say people don't need to go to college in? Because I know for, I'm planning on potentially going back to college, but that's just for a certain career thing. Cause I want a certain label next to my name. I want to finish my psychology degree degree, mm -hmm. but mo like I objectively do not have to go to college to make the money I make now or will make in the future. And there's like, my dad didn't have to go to college. Um, like he definitely didn't need what he got a degree. He doesn't need it. Wh who would you tell? to go to college versus not? What is the role of college education? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm a film and media arts major, so 
I knew for a couple of years that I didn't need, I mean, it was, I, I had been researching this all of my high school. I was like, why do I need, like, I'm sure. a film and media arts major, you know, film degrees are not worth anything. Like you can learn this from the internet. Um, and it's going to be a waste of money. Like, like, sure. I knew it would be fun and I would meet a lot of people, but I was like, that's not like a good reason to go to college. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a good side benefit. Um, mm. so to answer your, I mean, to answer your question, uh, I mean, honestly, everyone should go like, like the, the benefits are just like, you can't even put a price tag on it. Honestly, uh, if you're going to put yourself into crippling debt, then, uh, maybe that's a different story. But if you have, you know, some family that yeah. saved up money or, or if you're smart, and realize that you can finesse the system by just like spending a week or two studying for the SATs and like get a full ride or mm -hmm. a full ride, then that is definitely mm -hmm. what I would recommend. That's kind of what I did. I didn't get as much money as I thought, but it's definitely like sure. something worth pursuing. Um, he, so here's, here's what I think. I'm gonna kind of come back at you a little bit because I don't necessarily 100% agree with that. Again, mm -hmm. coming from a guy who <laughs> didn't graduate college, <laughs> but <laughs> we'll just let's work with this for now. So I, I, the, I wouldn't say everybody should go to college. Like if I have a kid, I'm not going to tell my kid, you need to go to college. Here's what I think. I think that if you are a person who lacks a certain amount, I think this is like a recipe, right? If one, you lack a certain amount of drive and self-starting intuition. Right. Number two, I think if you don't have people and, and, and cases around you of people that have forged a path for themselves without college. And right. number three, if by you going to college, you could easily increase a network of people that are going to help you in whatever career you want to have, then I think you should go to college. In my case, none of those things were true. Mm -hmm. Right. Cause you know, my career was like self-help and dating or like and beyond dating. It was just like self-help in general. Like, being an influencer right. that like college won't help me with that. I also had a lot of entrepreneur people in, or well, not a lot, my dad, you know, and his network I had. And then I was also very independently creative and self-motivated. I don't have, I wouldn't have a great work ethic, but I was motivated in things I loved. Right. And I think you had a lot of, some of those too, but maybe some of the strengths you had would probably be, have been best implemented when you learned to have that really crazy hard work ethic can be put into an environment around others. Yeah. So, I think we said none of those were true, right? I think all of those were true for me. Like I definitely, for, my mom, for me, none of them were for me. Right. Like my mom was like, yeah, I think you, uh, when, when she was telling me, urging me to go to school, she's like, I think you benefit, you operate better under a structure. And I was like, yeah, I think you're right. And I don't, interesting. like that's not necessarily true now. Cause I've gotten started now. Like if I, like I'm about to graduate school, you know, you can't stay in school forever. Like you got to leave a nest at some point, but I am in a much, much, much better position now than i was when i started um and i think like one of the biggest benefits of school uh is that it yeah. gives you time to like figure shit out and a lot of people you know sadly a lot of people don't figure their shit out like i know a lot of people that are regretting sure their major now but yeah I, you know people should i should make it clear that like you're not paying for a degree like if you think you're paying if you think you're you're paying all of this money to like actually learn something from class like you're totally clueless. Like that is not what you should be paying, like looking for out of this at all. Sure. Like you really have to, to read what, it. what is it that you should be looking for? Like keep going, but let's get specific. What is it that people should be looking for? Um, I mean, when if, what, at college you're paying to one, like have time to mature to meet like friends. If you don't have fucking friends, like that was actually 
one of the reasons I got into like the community is because I, I looked up on Google how to have friends if you don't go to college. Like it had nothing to do with girls either. I was just like, <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm, I have to do that. Like I have to make the hard decision to do this without college. Like how am I gonna have like friends? But uh, sure, yeah. And and also like a network. Like my my first that first roommate that I had, um, it was like a it was a random five bedroom apartment off campus. Um, and I was like, all right, I'm just gonna jump in and book a bedroom with four other random people and roll the dice on my roommates and they ended up being four football players and one of them was from north philly and his friend had just started rapping so like that was exactly that's exactly what i'm talking about like meeting meeting people like that and i've met tons and tons of other people just like kind of randomly through the years takes time too but you should definitely be meeting as many people as possible and like working on your social skills i have a friend who um like he we're he's he i met him at orientation he's also into music he he makes beats and stuff and he's had about as much success as i have like starting starting to really get there so we have a lot in common he was he's always been chastising me for the past like year for going out so much um during the school year and um because he kind of did that a year before i did um and he's in a different phase where he's just locked in his room making beats and i was like he's like Dude, I'm so glad I came to, to to school because I actually know like how to talk to people really well now. And I was like, yes, and that like now you understand why I've been going out so much. He's like, yeah, I understand yeah, you a lot better yeah. now than I did like even a week ago. Like, yeah, it's totally true. Mm. Like, I did yeah. not use when, dude when I was a kid. I I was like scared of people because I just did not understand them. Like, it's kind of weird to think about. <laughs> like, the fact dude, that, I mean, I mean, that's how we yeah. that's how we connected first through the fucking dating community through yeah. like going out and looking at. RSD and all simple pickup and all those motherfuckers. Yeah. And then we read into each other. Dude, I'm so glad that I met you, man. Those experiences that we had early on, like me, you, Darren, I'm probably going to have Darren on the podcast maybe in the next month or so. Yeah. Um, you know, me meeting guys like you, Darren, oh, I met him in, in Rutgers, but other guys that I met, fucking Pierre, Jilla, like even mm-hmm. though like I, um, I don't consider myself a part of the community anymore, the dating community, and I, I haven't been in that circle for a while and, and pretty much all of the people we know from back in the day, I just don't communicate with still the experiences that I did have back then being around those people. Um, and just learning about myself and learning how to kind of be a self starter mm-hmm. was so fucking important. And I think also for you, man, talking about the college experience, I think the reason why probably you're doing so much with it is because you experienced the other side, right? Yeah. Like, like yeah. me, there's so many guys. There's so many guys who talk about like marriage, for example, and they're like, "Don't get married, whatever." Maybe, maybe, maybe I should. Who the fuck knows? But I'm going to. And and the, I think the reason why I'm in a position maybe to be prepared for it and potentially have a healthier marriage, at least for the beginning, hopefully forever, mm-hmm. is because I've experienced the other side of hating it. Like I literally hated that idea. I mean, you know me, bro. You you know how I kind of grew up going from like boy to man. You were there. Right. So like be going out and chasing girls all the time, dating a lot of girls, whatever, being like shit with dating and then getting better. Like that experience and being in that headspace prepared me to actually enjoy a life where I could slow down and I could have more structure. So I think part of the reason why you're just gonna crush it in college and why you're starting to see the returns now and the network is because you got to experience the other side and take out of it whatever you could based on your own personality. Yeah, that is exactly right. Like. I was baffled, dude, when I came to uh, my orientation here, and they asked us, "Why yeah. did you want to become, you know, whatever major you were?" 
um, they, 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 they combined film and music majors because it was a transfer orientation. Um, yeah. That's why my friend is a music major. But they were like, yeah, why did you want to be, be a film or music major? And I was absolutely baffled by the fact that every, almost every single person there besides me, like just judging by their responses, it, it seemed like they had never asked themselves that question before. I was like, you don't yeah, know like yeah. what you're, you're a film major and you don't know like what you're going to get out of this shit. Like they were just like, Oh, I liked watching movies as a kid. I know. I knew exactly like what I was coming back to temple for. Like I, I, I knew exactly what I was going right. to get out of it. Um, same thing, yeah. just same thing with just like living kind of the so-called post-grad life, like after college, not, not being uh-huh. in school. Like it, it can be very, you know, lonesome dude. And like solitary if you don't mm-hmm. have something going for yourself. So like all these people that have you graduated yet. No. Um, so I was actually supposed to do, I was supposed to do my last semester in LA over the summer. So I have an internship credit to knock out and they have a campus there and it's the same price. So I'm like, you know, and my industry is there. So why not do it? And during our debrief session over zoom, they, they canceled the summer session. So, um, I'm going in the Uh, fall. I actually decided I want to go in the fall too, because I had to drop two classes because I'm getting pretty lazy and I can do more, more mm -hmm. in the fall. And I also get financial aid in the fall. So fall is going to be the move. Hopefully the world, has recovered a little bit by then. I, re- I really can't say, but as of now, I plan on going yeah, into the Yeah, at, at this point, who the fuck knows what's going to happen, man? Yeah. This could turn into a zombie epidemic. Yeah. For all I care. Yeah. Um, no, that's that's awesome, man. That's great, dude. And and honestly, Jesse, um, I wish you nothing but the best, bro. You're like a... Well, you were like a little bro to me, but then we stopped talking, so our relationship's kind of, you know, falling off. But, you know, give or take. You were like a little bro to me, and, and I always... um. I always want to see you crushing it and doing well, man. And you are. You like you're doing you're doing amazing. And I think you're a smart as fuck. Smartest fuck man. Yeah. All all day, bro. What's next for you? What are you working on now? Like what what's in the future for you? The next next year. Let's pretend coronavirus clears up and we don't all die or be quarantined under martial law forever. What what happens to you? What's your next game plan? What does your future look like? Um, so there there's a few artists in northwest philly from this one particular housing Mm -hmm. complex and there's like there's two of them that have major label deals right now one signed to atlantic and one signed to interscope um and these are kids Mm -hmm. that i met in like july and i did a video for one and was supposed to do another video for another now they're both signed one of them has like five million views on his last video so like though and i know i know their managers pretty well like my friend who makes beats like he talks to them almost every day um, so probably working with them, working with a, a few other guys that I know have major label deals, like just, just being, and I haven't really had an opportunity to like put out my best work and like really get their attention. So that's, that's mainly what I'm focused on. Um, but yeah, major label Amazing. artists for sure. For sure. Amazing. I love it. Well, you guys can check out Jesse at Jesse Da Vinci on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, you just changed your name actually before it was, what was it before? It was like Jesse Kinnaman. Yeah, just my name. regular. Yeah. 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 Um, and that was Jesse Da Vinci. That's yes. Da Vinci, like Leonardo Da Vinci. So Jesse J E S S E, Da Vinci. D A V I. N C I. Check check him out. Yes, sir. Thank you for um for your time and for sharing your knowledge of the music industry. Please don't get into any rat beefs and get destroyed by the streets of Philly. Uh, yes, I'll, I'll, I'll be, be careful. Very sad. Thank you. <laughs> All right, brother. I'll Thank talk to you later, me. man. Peace.